Hi everyone, welcome to Cook Talk, episode 8. I'm your host, Dougie Penman, and I am joined today by our current number 11, Paul Tanzi. Paul, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, thanks Dougie. How's yourself? You okay? I'm good, you keeping busy? Uh, yeah, um, I've not been off, obviously, since the to lockdown and that stuff, so I've been, I've been at both works. So in terms of keeping busy, it's just been as normal as normal can be, to be honest, compared to, to other people. So the reason I've got you on today is we're going to go through an overview of your playing career and playing against Penny Cook and playing for us nowadays. But uh, you started off at Musselburgh Athletic. You joined them in 2005 and you you actually scored your only goal against Penny Cook that you scored in your career. So far, hopefully the only one that you'll get against us in 2005. But do you have any memories of that? I actually don't. I don't. Um, when you brought up at the in one of the quizzes we had, um, I was quite shocked. I didn't, couldn't. I didn't even realise I'd only scored the one, and then I couldn't even remember. I couldn't even remember the goal. To be honest, I was, it was probably it was that long ago um, that I actually couldn't remember it at all. So I remember playing against Pennycook a few times. I think my first competitive game for Musselburgh was against Pennycook in the in what was the League Cup. Um, he just gave us a bit of a doing, if I remember at, uh, at Pennycook 5-1. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, and big, big Kevin Toddle, in fact, gave me the runabout for, for 90 minutes. So it's a game that I didn't want to remember, but it seems to have gone full circle and it sort of came back to me this morning. So you, you, you mentioned the League Cup there. You won the League Cup that season with Musselburgh and you. Went on to have a very successful spell at Musselburgh. Um, what was it like though, playing in that team and winning silverware? Um, it was good. Um, because I just came from I just came from twenty ones. I came from a Dyna Hibs twenty ones. Um, and we'd won a bit of silverware when I was there as well. So to go into uh, the like what was called the men's league probably back then, because there was a lot of more senior pros and that stepping down. Rather than than what is now is completely the uh, complete opposite. Um, so yeah, it was it was good it was good to get to get silverware as and as quick um, as I did for Musselburgh. Um, it sort of settled me in a wee bit quicker as well um, with the lads. Um, but no, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, no, it was ah, it was good. It was good. Um, McGlynn and and Finn done a, a really good job um, and it continued for a couple of seasons when I was there. So it was, no, it was really good. It was really enjoyable. You had a one-month loan spell at Rafe Rovers in 2006. How did that come about? Um, to be fair, it was by chance. Um, I wasn't even meant to go. It was uh, Paul Curry that was going. Um, but again, we played in that, that League Cup section and... Um, there were scouts from from Rafe at a couple of the games, and I managed to score a couple of goals on the Saturday and on the, the Wednesday night. And we got a phone call from Craig Levine on the Thursday, which it was unbelievable. Well, it was unreal to be honest because I, I didn't actually believe it was him at first. Basically, said that the, um, me and Paul were were both playing well at the time. Would we like to come on uh, on board at Rafe Rovers? Um, and of course, I wasn't. I wasn't really going to say no, no to that. The experience that we were going to get was well, second to none, especially with, with Craig Levine and 
the experience and that that he comes with. And then a few years later in the 2008-09 season, you won the Premier League as part of that Musselburgh side. He's actually won it with a 5-0 victory against Pennycook. Um, do you have much memories of that season? I do. It was a midweek, I'm sure it was a midweek game. The game was. that was. Um, I do. I remember that league. It was it was close the whole season. It was it was really close. And uh, Musselburgh and Pennycook were absolutely flying uh, week in and week out. Uh, and it was coming down to like the last couple of games, and it was things were neck and neck, right up until I think it was right up until that game. Um, it was just it was it was just one of the things where whoever won that game, I think was going to go on, going to go on and, and pivot to promotion. Um, thankfully, it was it was ourselves that done it. So it was just ah, it was one of the it was one of the games we were just I think it. The Saturday before then as well, we were sort of listening out everybody for the results about who was going where and what your results were. And I'm pretty sure that you were the same when, when we were playing as well. So, no, it was good. It was it was good to get that over the line eventually. So that was probably, the, I want to say that was the highlight of your time at Musselburgh, but you also were a beaten junior cup finalist in 2011 against Stockton Lake Talbot. But was that the highlight maybe rather than the league win? Uh, yeah, probably. I think because the team that we had at the time, I just come back from um, five months at East Fife. Um, so yeah. I just I come back to Musselburgh. I think I missed the first two rounds, maybe. Um, so I came back and fitted in really well and sort of hit the ground running. Um, I think I scored in the first round back. I think it was, I think we played maybe Blackburn away, I think. Um, so to get the run that we had with the team that we had, because probably on paper we didn't have the best of teams that season at all. Um, but the the togetherness that we had and the, the young boys that we had with a wee bit of experience as well through the spine got us to the, the Scottish Cup final. And the run leading up to that was was unbelievable. Like like Musburgh for a small town. To get to the Scottish Cup final, especially playing like a massive club like Auchinleck, it was it was a bit surreal to be honest. But um, it was one it was one now, and then obviously Chris King scored to make it one all. But they just they had they had a wee bit more. They were they were a lot fitter than us. Uh, you could see that. That's obviously why they've won it that many times. Um, they were far more experienced than us as well going into that final. So. It just wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. But for that day, it's it's up there. Yeah, it's probably it's probably one of the best moments. So the following season, you left Musselburgh. But can you sort of sum up your seven years at Musselburgh? Yeah, it was it was it was really good. It was loads of loads of high and lows, like everywhere. Um, I'd played some amazing football. Played with some. Amazing players in that as well. A lot of players that are playing, a couple of players that are playing senior and stuff like that. So it was really enjoyable. It was a good learning curve as well. Coming from coming from twenty ones, you had to had to grow up pretty pretty quick. Um, through uh, Dave McGlynn as well, who's I can't really praise him enough for everything that he done for me personally. Um, but no, it was really good. It was really enjoyable, and it sort of got me ready for. Uh, my next step to Newton Grange. And you joined Newton Grange in 2012 and 
silverware followed as again you won the Premier League for a second time personally that season. Um, yeah, you got the trophy that day again, beating Penny Cook, but you got you'd already won it thankfully that time. It wouldn't have beaten us to get it. Um, so what was that like going in there and straight away winning silverware uh, similar to your first year at Musselburgh? That was the aim um, from Wendy. Ian Black, Finlay Wells, all the coaching staff, that was the aim from the start of the season. They got a team ready. They probably got a team that was already a Super League team. So the aim was to make sure that we were in the Super League come the end of that season. Um, and I think if I remember right, Belingray had spent like crazy amount of money getting... Um, loads of boys got like Bobby Lynn from from East Fife as well, uh, Jay Smart and that as well, who had played who had played the senior. And it was difficult. We we found it hard to start with. We we didn't win the first couple of games, and we we had um, had like crisis meetings, like five meetings in, five games in. We had like a meeting. I remember, and from then we sort of kicked on and didn't really look back. Um, and we were unaware that. Um, we'd won the league on the day that we did. Uh, we were playing, we were we were playing in Blingery by getting beat, but it wasn't until the final whistle went that everybody was going a bit more manic than normal. And I was like, like, what's what's going on? And like, oh, Blingery have got beat so mathematically that um, Newton Grange have won have won the league again. And I was like, ah, oh well. So no, it was nice. It was good uh, again to get to get silverware in your first season again. It's 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 a good feeling. It's you have to have that winning mentality. And that's what everybody had in that season, and that's where that's where we got the success from. And you stepped up to the Super League the following year, and Newton Grange finished fourth. But was a personal highlight for you that year becoming a Junior Scotland international, playing over in Limerick in the quadrangular tournament? Yeah, that was that was a surprise actually, because I thought that personally, I thought that time had passed. Um, so to get that accolade at that end of the season. Was that was probably the icing on the cake? It was something that I'd always wanted to do. As soon as I found out that you could actually go and play in tournaments like that with with Scotland at junior level, it was what I wanted to do. And to represent your country in anything, it's it's it's, it's a good achievement for for anybody. And for me personally, it was. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Do you claim that you're the first one in the family to have played for Scotland? <laughs> Uh, no, well, not quite, not quite. Uh, <laughs> and Lee picked me to it. Um, but again, we were we were very supportive of each other. Um, I think there was like headlines and that in the paper and that as well. When we got a couple of good photos and that taken, so it was good. It was it was good to have. It was good to get the accolade rather than him being in the paper. I think it's good to have my face in the paper <laughs> for a change. So it was funny. It was quite good. And then your third year at Newton Grange. Um, was sort of stop started. I think you were only there six months that year. Um, you had a brief spell on loan at Haddington Athletic. Yeah. Um, what was your thoughts on that? Uh, I, at that pre-season, I'd had a really bad groin injury and I couldn't really shake off. I'd had to get scans and, and stuff like that. I ended up having to get a, a couple of injections and a long recovery programme to get myself back. Now, when I came back, I was I was miles off. I knew fine well that I was miles off it. And to get into a team like that, and you need to be at a hundred percent anyway. And again, I was nowhere near that. So I had an opportunity to go to Addington on loan. Um, I knew a couple of the boys there already. Um, at that point, Addington were actually doing really well. 
in the, the south, I think it was the southeast region, I think it was called. Um, so yeah, I went down there, I spoke to, I'd spoke to Johnny and that on the phone, um, and he was more than happy for me to come down, Wendy was more than happy for me to go there on loan and get, a cut and get game time. So yeah, it, fit, it fitted in really well, so I was, I was just, I think I was just more than happy to get on the park. It didn't matter who I was playing for, just to get minutes and get myself back fit. You then left Newton Grange and spent a brief spell at Selkirk before you joined Dalkeith. But yeah. how was your time in the Borders? You um, it was. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. Um, I'd had a meeting with, with Steve Forrest and, and Paul Doig. And again, like everything, they made it out as if I was going to sign for Barcelona. When really it, it wasn't like the it was it was it was bad. It, first of all, training and that was not too bad, but then it just turned completely sour. And I was like, probably one of the biggest mistakes I'd had. Um, and I just I could not wait to get out. I was that desperate to get out that I actually paid Dalkeith half my way. I half I had to pay half my transfer fee to get away. That's how bad. That's how bad, and how quickly I needed to get to get away. Um, and thankfully, I phoned uh, Willie Pearson and Kevin Haynes, and they were more happy to to match half my half my transfer fee, so I could get the the deal done and dusted. So, thankfully, that they come and uh, build me as uh, as good as possible. And that took you to Dalkeith, and you were playing then in the the Junior Premier League for a brief period before you moved over to the conferences for a year. Yeah. But did that start move did you more play more up front for Dalkeith? Was that when uh, that move happened? No, I'd i um, played left mid. It was just I'd played left mid for a good a good couple of seasons at, at Dalkeith. Um slowly actually it wasn't until Hainsy brought in um, Mickey Beer um, to come in and do uh, he'd done a wee bit of coaching that with us and he was there for he was there for a good couple of months and he was the one that pulled me aside and was basically like, you're not a winger anymore, you can't really run about. Um, <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> I know exactly, and we're, I was like, we're, we're going to play we're gonna play your front. We feel that you were, you're more a, a striker than a, a winger now. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't know how to take it. Like, I was a bit like thrown back yeah. as if to say, is that him telling me that I'm finished, or I'm overweight, or I can't even run about anymore, like stuff like that. Or was he trying to be a bit more positive and being like, like a sort of, I'm a sort of a shoot on sight type of striker? I didn't really know how to take it. So I done what I done what he asked. I went up front. I scored a couple of goals, and then he had left um, for for whatever reason or other. And then my first game. And him not being there, Hainsy stuck me back out to left mid. So I wasn't sure what I wasn't sure what I was what they were getting at as but again I was I was scoring goals uh, week in and week out for Dalkeith. So wherever I was put, I was always putting in hundred percent effort. Um whether and whether it was scoring my goals or helping the team or creating chances of some sort. So uh, it was good. I really really enjoyed enjoyed my time at, at, at Dalkeith. We were unlucky. A couple of times not to to make the playoffs, um, but that's just that's just that was just how it goes. And then in the summary two thousand nineteen, um, you made the move to Pennycook. I think 
we'd been trying to get you for years, or so I'm told. Um, but over the years playing against us, what was your thoughts on the club? Um, played Pennycook, I don't know, countless times. Um, and it's always been it's always been good battles. It's always been really good battles. Um, you play Pennycook, I've always played um, nice football. Always done try to play football in the right manner. Um, when we played his in the the cup for for Dalkeith, um, he's he's played really well that game. He's passed the ball really well. Although we got a, a dubious goal chopped off for for offside, which to this day I still don't know if, what it was for. But apparently it was offside. Um, I just like the way he's he's moved the ball. He's he's came through through the back by walking through the middle. And then got up front and I was like, it was a good game. It was it was nice to watch as well. And I'd been up a couple of times. Our, our season had finished a wee bit earlier um, because of league campaigns and cups and that were not put well. So I had a chance to to have a look at, um, at Pennycook as well when you were up there. This, just to see what the what it was about. Um, a lot had changed since I'd been up there the last time. Completely like the ground and... Stuff like the surroundings and that as well to do with like the uh, the changing rooms and stuff. There was a big there was big changes in that being made. Yeah, so everything everything was good. Everything ticked the boxes. So how did the move come about? Was it Kevin Tony one of them phoning you or was uh, it sort of on the back yeah, of the cup game? So we, uh, yeah, so after the cup game, that was like uh, the Friday night, um, and on the Monday, um, Tony had phoned me uh, and basically asked what my situation was for. The, the next season um, and by that point I'd already signed a pre-contract with Trinit. Um Calvin's obviously one of my good mates and he'd been chasing me for for as long as probably Pennycook and that were chasing me to try and sign um, so I'd already agreed but I had a wee bit of a change of heart and a wee bit of circumstances and I'd spoke to Calvin I spoke to Dunny and they sort of understood that the move couldn't happen for for reasons that I'm not really worried going to, but so I phoned Tony and, and Kev and see if the the contract or if talks in that could still happen, and they were they were more than happy to they were more than happy to meet me for a chat. Um, so we did that, and that was like the Tuesday. It was like the day after. Uh, I, I spoke to the two of them, liked exactly what they were saying, how the they were, the club was going forward, what they were going to do to try and bring the club forward. And it fitted, it basically fitted right in. They, 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 they um, told me how they thought I was going to fit into the team and what I was going to bring to the team. And everything sounded everything sounded good again. Everything, all the boxes and that were ticked. So my mind was put up, um, sorry, my mind was, was made up pretty quick. And um, during pre-season, you were scoring goals, it seemed, every game pre-season and setting up goals and... Did that go a long way to sort of winning over the fans who, shall we say, had an interest in the relationship with you when you were an opposition uh, player? Yeah, was a couple of fans when I when we played the first couple of games were like, like finally we've we've got you in a we've got you in a, a blue and white or the right blue and white stripe this time <laughs> uh, rather than the muscle one. And I was like, sorry, it took a wee bit longer than expected. I was like, but I'm here now and I'm. I'm got to got to show you, got to repay you the goals and that I'm going to score and the assists and that, that I'm going to do and that's exactly what I've done in pre-season. It's probably worked to be a bit better than I thought, to be honest. Um, I didn't think that I was going to score that many in pre-season, but I did. 
and hopefully the fans are, well, I know the fans now are actually praising me rather than shouting abuse at me, so it's good to hear. And you mentioned scoring goals in pre-season. Um, on the back of that, you, when the competitive stuff started, and you were still making your assists and you want to picked up quite a few Man of the Match awards for your work ethic and that, but the goal just would not come for you. You had you were hitting the bar, you hitting the crossbar, just going past, brilliant saves for the goalie. And it took until I think the end of October, start of November, um, cross case at home, you got the your first two goals for the club and just that but did that lift a weight off your shoulders? Yeah, it did. It did. Even though, as you said, I was I was putting in the assists and I like the man in the match accolades and stuff like that, fine. But again, strikers are are based on goals and the goals weren't coming as quick as I would like, as as quick as obviously they were coming pre season. Um so I was getting a wee bit frustrated and even Kevin and Tony were like, Look, they've got to come. Like you're doing everything right. Your the boss knows just hitting the back of the net, but we know that when it does hit the back of the net, they're they're just going to frequently go in. Uh, and thankfully, that's exactly what they did. Uh, to get the first goal was it was a massive relief. Out you can see on my face when I'm when I'm celebrating. I'm like, right now it's, it's away now. Then I can start to kick on. Um, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly how it came about. They're going on scoring against two against them, four against uh, Lovian. And then they, again, they just they just uh, they just kept they kept coming. They kept they never stopped. So it was good. It was good personally. It was just having to get that first one over the line. I remember the, the sort of the biggest chance that I recall was um, when we played Stenhouse Muir at home when Sam was throwing the goalie yeah. and squared the day, and somehow somehow Graham Smith made the save. But that was sort of the was that sort of moment that Scottish Cup run did that vindicate your decision to move to Pennycook. Yeah, yeah, to get to to know that there's massive games that could happen um with Pennycook in the Scottish Cup, that's that's probably the dangle and the carrot right in front of you. Um obviously there was a few there was games obviously before then that we had to come over. Um, and we'd done it obviously successfully and we, that got the rewards. Pennycook got the rewards by playing Compernault. Obviously, Steny having the, the good game against Steny, and then obviously the massive game against Partick. So it was good. It was that was just like again the icing on the cake as well for for every, not just for me personally, but just for everybody, the the players, the coaching staff, and the fans. And you mentioned the Partick Vessel game was uh, your only disappointing that appointment that day, having to go off with fifteen minutes to go with an injury. Ah, I was I was struggling. I just. It was one of the games where you were like, right, just give me like one shot at the edge of the box and just let me just let me smash it into the goals or something. It was like something that I was hoping for a corner just to drop and just to get an opportunity, but it, it didn't happen. But that doesn't say that I never enjoyed I never enjoyed the game. Um, that game will live in my memory for forever. Um, but I, it was disappointing that I had to go off injured for the last 15 minutes I don't know why it was probably injury and cramp at the same time um, playing off front of your own on a massive part against an experienced team was, was tough one but the lads deserve all the credit 
all the credit that we got and we, de uh, we received, we, de we deserved everything. And then coming off that, the, we sort of went for a wee bit of sticky patchy form and then obviously uh, Kev left the club. But then after that, when it was sort of Tony and Soul Charge and we started to turn the corner a wee bit, you were moved back out to left mid. And if I recall, there was a, a few tweets about you'd never been more knackered than your life. But the goals started coming again. And what was it like scoring? You scored against Trinent and then you got one on your birthday against Bonus And what was our last game? Yeah, no, it was good. It was obviously... It was. I think it was just getting. I think we just had to steady, steady the ship a wee bit to get a uh, to get going. As you said, we went through a, a sticky patch, and it was about the team coming together as well as the management team. Also, Kev leaving was a bit was a bit gutting, um, but we quickly had to pick ourselves up and get and get uh, points on the board, which is exactly what we done uh, with Tony coming in. And yeah, there's some of the, the personnel changes and that were in it sort of helped us a wee bit and myself getting getting put out to left mid and coming with a couple of goals. I was more than happy with that. As long as I was scoring and playing. It wasn't really that bother, to be honest. Um but no, the goals the goals were were coming made enjoyable as well. And to get one on my birthday as well, they can't really can't really grumble with that. Especially given that a few of them were headers. I know, uh, exactly. I've never, sort of I don't think I've scored that many headers before. <laughs> can you sort of sum up your first season at Pennycoot Park? Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good. I would have liked to have scored more goals. Um, but again, if I, as you said, or you touched on before, sorry, that if I'm not scoring goals, then I'm doing assists. So as long as I'm helping the team in, in one way or another, then... I'm happy to do so, um, but overall, I think as you said again, it's it's been it was patchy. The team at the start of the season knew fine well that we had to be near the top, or should have been near the top, worry with the with the squad and that that we had. Um, so to come away finishing, I think you said we finished eighth. That yeah, that's for the boy, the boy, and everybody knew that that wasn't acceptable. Um, and we know that season it needs to be it needs to be better. We need to be on it from from day one. Um, we can't go from the highs of again the the Scottish Cup run to the, let's just say getting beat off teams that we should be teams that we should be taking points off. Um, so again, we need to we need to be on it again for next season, starting from the, the day we go back to training, and hopefully everything falls into place and we we're we're at a much better much better place next season. Come the end of next season, and obviously next season you've just signed an extension to your contract to keep you at Penny Group Park for another year. But was that an easy decision to make? Um. Yeah, yeah, it was. I had I had a few offers. Had a few had a few offers, but again I spoke to I spoke to Tony. Um had loads of in fact probably had loads of conversations with Tony. Um, he was obviously wanting me to do a few coaching as well as as well as playing and I was like, I'm not quite ready to hang the boots up yet. So 
whether I'm whether I can still run a boot and still score goals, I'm not really what to do any of the coaching side this now. I think that'll come when the boots eventually get hung up. But it was it was a neat decision. Every everybody having everybody again or the biggest majority of the teams playing on the game has made it so much easier as well. There's so much uh, togetherness in that with the lads and the camaraderie that we have every week on the on the chat or training and well when we start training and stuff like that. Um it was really it was really easy to put pen to paper for another season. So I think the squad agreed that throwing the quizzes to let you win them was probably the best decision we could have made then. Aye, well people must just think I'm stupid, but I was I was all right, it's I'm quite switched on. Uh so to win obviously a couple of the quizzes that we've been involved in. Um, a lot of people think that I'm cheating, a lot of people think that uh, Lisa's in the background giving me the answer, but I can't, sorry lads, it's just, I'm just clever. And on that, I'll, uh, I'll let you go. Um, thanks for coming on the, the pod and look forward to seeing you next season and hopefully scoring goals quicker than last season. Yes, no, thanks very much for having me. Uh, the podcast and that have been class, so keep up the good work.